0: Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, new and old, welcome to our second ever live and in-person episode of Dick Rogers, Space Detective!
1: We're so happy to return to Fest this year, and we hope you've been checking out all the artwork available at the booths today.
0: I know I have. I hope we finish a little early. I found a necklace made of old raccoon bones at the booth over there just before we started, and I want to go back and buy it before they pack everything up.
1: That sounds like just your style. Anyway, I guess we should introduce ourselves to the crowd here, since according to our podcast metrics, most of them probably aren't regular listeners.
0: Right. Well, we are the N-E-R-D-S, or NERDS, which stands for...
1: The Northeast Radio Drama Society, because as we always say...
2: Everywhere everywhere is
1: northeast of somewhere.
2: I'll
0: try and give you the quickest history lesson on who we are and what we do, as possible. Mike, time me. And go. Okay. A good friend of ours found a tape with an old radio show at a flea market back in 2019 and brought it to share with our group. That radio show was called The Adventures of Dick Rogers, Space Detective. And it was possibly the wildest radio show ever made, combining sci-fi and detective stories with just plain weirdness. Ever since then, we've been digging around, finding more old episodes, and since January of 2022, we've been turning them into a podcast. How did I do, Mike?
1: Not bad. 26 seconds.
0: Nice. Anyway, for you regular listeners, you'll know that Joanna has up and moved to Kentucky, so I decided that Mike would be in charge of giving you the info on this script.
1: Uh, right, so the episode we've chosen to present today, originally produced in June of 1971, is called Dick Rogers and the Swift and the Seething. I've been told I have to keep this brief, but I have to address one specific thing before I hand the reins back to Eleanor. In this script, Dick infiltrates an illegal drone racing ring, which seems like an obvious anachronism, but... Drones were a thing well before the modern quad-rotor toys we see nowadays. Pilotless, remote-controlled aircraft have been around since the Kettering Bug first flew in the UK in 1918 during World War I. So, don't let that take you out of the story during this daring tale of undercover investigation and conflicted loyalties.
0: Thanks, Mike. That was acceptably succinct. That just leaves us with two things before we get started. Number, well... Okay, I guess this is number two, and that was number one. Anyway, number two, introducing the members of Nerds who were able to join us today.
3: Hi, I'm Steve. I'm Mike Nutley. I'm Coburn Washington. Daniel Castle.
0: And I'm Evangeline Woodward. And I'm Eleanor Barclay. All right, number two. Wait, no, number three. Whatever. All right, the copy of this script we found was missing the commercials, so we came up with a fun audience participation-style solution. We thought it would be fun to do commercials in a Mad Libs style. Don't you mean Ad Libs? Yeah, that was the joke I was about to make. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Anyway, because I was busy sorting my vintage fabric collection, I ran out of time to actually do the dirty work of writing each little adjective, noun, and verb spot. So I had ChatGPT generate the ad libs, and we asked the audience to fill in the blanks right before this show. I know, I know, ChatGPT, oh, a little bit of a hot topic in the art world, but look, if ChatGPT writes the ad copy so that I have time to make a fabulous dress, I think that's a pretty fair trade. It's all in how you use the technology, you know? Which, you know, that's a
1: great analogy for the podcast, and life! You know, it really makes me think nope, about No, no,
0: no. No time to get existential, Mike. We've got a show to do. And now, with all the boring stuff out of the way, here's Dick Rogers and the Swift and the Seething!
4: In the late night gloom outside a posh-looking mansion huddled five shrouded figures, They looked intently into tiny picture screens on the bulky radio control devices held by three of them. Moments later, the sound of tiny whirring propellers filled the air, and a trio of sleek, flying drones started to emerge from a broken window. Dangling precariously from the three-fingered claws hanging off the bottom of each drone was an obviously exquisite piece of artwork, at least momentarily. Suddenly, a delicate jeweled egg slipped through the claws of the first drone and a finely glazed porcelain vase crashed down from the third drone. The shattering sound of irreplaceable artwork was joined by the sound of distant sirens, which quickly grew louder. The mysterious figures broke from the cover of shadows to retrieve their drones, and the ceramic bust that the second drone had managed to keep hold of piled into a nearby hover car and began to tear away from the scene of their dastardly crime just as the patrol vehicles rounded the corner. In the world of theft, danger, and aerial drones, there's only one name you have to know. Dick Rogers, Space Detective. In tonight's episode, the Galactic Investigative Force sends our hero to infiltrate a drone racing crew and investigate a series of careless art robberies on a planet populated with some very familiar faces. We're so glad you could join us for Dick Rogers and the Swift... And the seething, brought to you by the Lead Dubuque Fest Sponsors. But now we join Dick during a rare and brief moment of peace in his inner sanctum.
3: Hello.
1: Dick Rogers, you're being requested to serve as the lead investigator on a case for the Galactic Investigative
3: Force Command Center. A request? You jiffies don't do requests. Tell me what terribly inconvenient case you're gonna put me on this time. Dick
1: Rogers, your mission will be to go undercover to infiltrate the world of illegal drone racing on planet X-547B with the intent to discover who has been planning
3: elaborate but not entirely successful art heists. Undercover? Ugh. You know I hate undercover jobs. I've got a full-time agency here.
1: Yes, you're very busy, and I'm sure that's why my comms call woke you from sleep at 11.30 Uh, a.m.
3: Now look
1: here! You've been set up with a false identity and
3: a safe house with all the equipment you should need. Hey, wait, wait. Planet X547B? Isn't that the crazy planet with all the pop culture robots? They prefer to be called androids, but yes, you may know the planet by its unofficial name,
1: Planet Public Domain. All right. Send me the details so I can get this over with. I'm sending you the file with all of our files on the case. You've got approximately three weeks before we anticipate their next move, so best get packing, Dick. <sighs>
3: this
1: better not take three weeks. i got a lot on my plate here. You'll get paid half now, half at the end, and your per diem is 100 credits a day. That should more than cover whatever you make on your
3: current cases. Well, I suppose. You sure you can't... Bump that per diem up to 150. I can bump it to 75. No, no,
1: no, 100 is fine. I thought so. GIF command signing off. I'm a bunch of
3: cheap GIF people can't even give me 100.
4: Dick, listen to the digital audio file
0: describing the case information. Planet X547B, or Planet Public Domain as it is commonly known, was purchased and terraformed by one man. Legal name Samuel Wright but he demands to be addressed as Dr. Frankenstein. What many would deem a mad scientist, his love of pop culture led him to create thousands of androids based on fictional characters to inhabit his new world. Eventually, the Disney Federation of United Super Corporations found out and got their legal department involved. They demanded the removal of any characters whose likeness is owned in perpetuity by the Federation. So now the only androids left on the planet are those that were in the public domain when he developed the planet. While the planet is thriving, the GIF does not have a large presence. Recent reports from the human population have shown an increase in crime, specifically theft and destruction of property. According to reports filed, private art collections are being decimated. Something like one in ten pieces have been stolen, with the other nine found destroyed, either within the room they were housed in or just outside. The GIF has narrowed down the suspects to a few androids involved in the local drone racing scene. Your task is to infiltrate their crew and attempt to gain their trust in order to find out who is stealing, or attempting to steal, this art. Your identity is Rick Dodgers, a disgraced drone pilot for the GIF forces. Well,
3: that's not very imaginative.
0: The name was selected for ease of use. After it was determined you can hardly remember your own name, let alone a fake one. Hey, now! Dick packed and prepared for his undercover
3: work. Hey, bud. Name's Drick. (sighs) um, Hello there, good sir. The name's Dongers. Ah, no. Howdy-do, fellow kids. My name's Rick Dodgers. There! Easy peasy.
4: Rick boarded a space liner to planet X-547B, and upon arrival after dropping off his luggage, found the known nerve center of the drone racing scene an otherwise unassuming local diner, formica countertops and chrome-rimmed stools and all, tang and eggs. He sat down at the counter and was approached by the waitress, a pretty, dark-haired android woman of average height whose superhuman strength was clear from the way she approached.
0: What'll you have?
3: Oh, yes, hello. The name's Rick, da- I mean, uh, Rick Dodgers, and I'm here to eat a normal meal. I'll have... One space tuna sandwich on white, no crust, and, um, a tang martini?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, Coming right up. Here you go. One space tuna on white, no crust, and a tang martini.
3: Wow, that sure was fast. Hardly any time for me to scope out uh, the dessert menu. (laughs) Yes, I'll certainly have room for dessert. After all that drone racing today, I have quite the appetite.
0: Drone racing, huh? My brother and I, we do a bit of that, too. We're always looking for fresh competition. Hey, Hurt, come over here! The the name's Moon Girl, by the way. And yes, I can crush a watermelon between my thighs, but no, I won't demonstrate.
4: Her brother, as he approached, turned out to be the very picture of a muscular physique, as if Charles Atlas had found a whole other set of muscles to add to his own and chosen to display them in a Grecian loincloth.
2: Hey, sis, what's up?
0: This here's my brother, Hercules. Herc, this guy here calls himself Rick Dodgers and says he's a drone pilot. What do you say we find out how good he is at tonight's races? Might be able to take Sherlock's place now that he's out.
2: That know-it-all, windbag. Sure, okay, Rick. Let's see what you got. Meet us tonight, and we'll see how your skills stack up. Uh, Wow. Thanks, friends. I don't have friends. Only family.
4: Dick finished his meal and headed back to his safe house to prepare— Luckily, Dick's time in the Space Academy years prior had provided him ample time to hone his skills as a drone pilot, but he wasn't sure how he'd stack up during these cutthroat illegal drone races. We rejoin our daring detective after dusk as he joins the crew on the top floor of an abandoned hovercar garage.
2: Dodgers, there you are. Was a bit worried you were just full of bluster. Let me introduce you to the crew. What really more like family to me.
0: Oh, I'm in
4: Dick found himself face-to-face with a handful of the most famous characters from Earth's history and pop culture.
2: All right, so we got my sister, Moon Girl, who you already met, Zorro, Robin Hood, John Carter, and Dr. Jekyll.
0: Oi! It's Jekyll! And who
1: the
2: heck is this guy?
0: The guy I told you all about, the drone pilot we met at the diner today.
3: The one who ordered the space tuna on white with no crust? It's a totally normal sandwich order. My name's Rick Dodgers.
0: And look who has finally showed up, the loser crew, led by the ultimate loser, the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> Hello, my pretties. Are you ready to be crushed in this race? Ooh, Hercules, who's the fresh meat? This is
2: Rick Dodgers. He's a drone pilot and ready to challenge a crew.
0: Well, Dodgers, I'm the Wicked Witch. And beside me are the Mad Hatter, Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, and Mr. Hyde. Just so you know who is leaving you in the dust.
3: Mr. Hyde?
0: How does
2: that work? It's best if you don't investigate that little nugget too deeply.
0: All right, now that everyone's here, let's do some actual drone racing. Now, y'all know the rules. But Rick here needs to be filled in. So here's how it works Two drones race, attempting as many attacks as possible on your opponent. And whoever crosses the finish line first wins. Racers, ready? Dracula, count us down.
1: Five! Ah, ah, ah! Four! Ah, ah, ah! Three! Ah, ah, ah! Two! Ah, ah, ah! One! Ah, ah,
4: And the drones were off. The first race pitted Robin Hood against Frankenstein's monster. The aerial track was a simple figure eight, but it went into and back out of an old, mostly abandoned warehouse on the second loop. Robin Hood's wooden frame drone was so much lighter than the monster's contraption of steel and glowing filaments that he was able to take in early and easy lead. As the monster struggled to catch up from behind, he aimed a barrage of electrical attacks, which were unsuccessful until the last stretch. When one crushing bolt did happen to strike the feathered left rear control surface of Robin Hood's drone, it burst into dramatic flames. Very dramatic. But Robin was able to hold things together and hold his lead for the brief remainder of the race, clinching the first victory for Hercules' crew. The second race had Zorro testing the piloting skills of the Wicked Witch herself. Zorro quickly learned that a fixed blade isn't the most useful weapon in drone combat. The witch clearly had superior flying skills, and though Zoro was flying neck and neck with her, he wasn't able to get his airborne sword to connect with his rival. The witch eventually forced Zoro's drone into the wall, exiting the warehouse, and he stuck fast, leaving her to finish the race unopposed. The last and final race of the evening was to be won or lost by Dick Rogers. Will his drone piloting skills be sharp enough to win this race and the trust of Hercules' crew? Find out right after this commercial break. Are you tired of big city chaos and small town boredom? Well, look no further than Dubuque. Come experience the perfect blend of quirky charm and medium sized magic. We've got cucumbers that rival the big guys and a pretty river that's fun for the whole family. Enjoy our famous purpley festivals that celebrate everything from light bulb racing to yellow cheese sculptures. Don't forget to try your locally brewed yarn. That'll make you do the silliest painting you've ever done. So pack your bags and get ready for a laugh a minute adventure in Dubuque where the fun never stops. Gonna have to get a sip of that yarn. (laughs) And now we rejoin Dick as he sets his drone at the starting line preparing to race the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter's drone was a bright green and boasted a mercury core, a dangerous but valuable substance providing superior stability during flight. It made Dick Rogers' basic black drone look sad in comparison. The two set up their drones at the starting line, and
1: three, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, two, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, one, ah, uh, ah, uh,
4: ah. Uh, they're off, zooming away, flying loops and barrel rolls, and attempts to damage the other pilot's drone while still leaving theirs intact to finish the race. What's this? It looks like the Mad Hatter has quite a trick under his hat. A telescoping arm has been extended from the body of the drone and is attempting to knock Dick's drone out of the sky. Dick presses the all-important Drone NOS button, providing a vital boost of speed, shooting away from the Hatter's drone. But what's this? The Hatter releases his own boost of Drone NOS, and he's catching up. Dick is nearly to the finish line, and oh no, the Hatter had another secret attack shooting bits of liquid mercury from his drone's core, fouling Dick's propellers, and Again, very dramatic, his drone has fallen from the sky, crashing just inches from the finish line.
2: I took my drippity drone and smackity wackety yours right out of the sky! How terribly mad you must be! Hey, Hercules, what's that? That's the local gif. This is illegal drone racing, after all. Come on, I've got your drone. Hop in my hover car and we'll get out of here ASAP.
3: Now this is drone racing!
4: Rescued and taken under the wing of Hercules, Dick finally had an inn to begin investigating in earnest.
2: So, this is my shop. Zorro, Robin Hood, and Dr. Jekyll will help you repair your drone. It's
1: Jekyll! We have simply an... Encyclopedic collection of parts. but if we must, we shall overnight parts from Jupiter. Gosh, thanks
2: so much for helping me out with all this. No problem. You race for us once, and from then on out, you're family. And what does family do? We help our neighbor We do
0: some
4: stuff.
2: They stick together.
4: Oh, right, right, of course. Yeah, yeah, we do that.
2: And it doesn't hurt that since you're family now, I can't charge you, but you do owe me a favor. (laughs) Sounds like a good deal to me.
4: Dick Rogers settled into a routine over the next few days, waking up, sending reports back to the GIF, having a tuna sandwich on white, no crust, at the diner, and working on drone repairs. Dick gained the crew's trust, and they started revealing tidbits of information that may or may not be important to the case.
3: Hey, this is a very nice vase. It must be worth a pretty penny. Yes, I won it in a drone race. Really? Uh, From the Mad Hatter. Yes, the villain crew. I've
1: heard they've got a ton of pottery in a warehouse on the industrial district outside of town. Weird, right?
3: What would they be doing with a bunch of art? They hardly seem like the collector type. Interesting. At the industrial district south of town? Yes, but why do you care? Oh, no reason at all. Just enjoy learning about the geography of things. Trying to get my bearings since I'm new here and all.
4: While subtlety is not Dick's forte, he managed to obtain the address of this warehouse, and that evening he went snooping. The warehouse was in bad need of some fresh paint, and had a broken window or two, but it was kept spotlessly clean. He crept around the back through the alley and found a conveniently broken window he could unlatch to gain access to the inside.
3: Uh, First step into the building and I'm up to my ankle in a toilet. And these were new shoes...
4: Upon exiting the bathroom, Dick came across a space clearly set up for building and repairing racing drones. Dick decided to keep investigating and soon came across a room with floor-to-ceiling shelves loaded with pottery and ceramic art.
3: Jiminy Christmas! I've never seen this much fired clay in my life! This must be the stolen artwork.
0: And that's when I knew I had him. I forced his drone into the wall, took the win, and now he owes me three large.
2: I never understood the rivalry between you two. It's not like you really are the same person like in the book you're based on.
0: Well, I think it was sort of designed into us.
2: Wait a second. Something's off here. My family senses are tingling.
0: Huh?
4: Dick inhaled sharply. <gasps> the dust motes causing him to sneeze suddenly. <laughs> hey,
2: Dr. Jekyll, did you hear that?
0: What? Well, Probably just a win. You know, these old buildings.
2: (laughs) Damn, there it happened again.
0: You're just paranoid, Eck. Look, let's get to it. The sooner we get on with it,
4: the better. Unfortunately, dear listeners, Dick Rogers is one of those special humans for whom sneezes come in threes.
2: (laughs) 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 Aha! I knew it. Someone is here. Come out with your hands up.
4: Dick stepped out from behind a towering stack of crates.
2: Dodgers!
3: What are you doing here? Uh, I, I, uh, well, y- you know, I, I heard about, and then with what, and all, so, obviously, because,
0: what, what if,
3: you know? Uh, so, if I had...
0: Uh, well, I mean, us too, right, Erk? We're, um, uh, checking out their gear, because we think they may be playing dirty with these drones.
3: Wait, are there official rules in illegal drone racing? All right, well, let's scope out this uh, gear and get
2: home before those villains get back. Dodgers, why don't you go stand guard up front and keep an eye out for us? You hear something, you just make that confounding noise again so we know to beat it.
4: Dick, pleased with the way he talked his way out of that mess, headed back outside and quickly radios the GIF.
3: This is Rick Dot. I mean, Dick Rogers calling GIF local. Come in, GIF local. This is GIF Local. Rick, Dick, whoever you are, what is your status? Sorry, this is Dick Rogers undercover as Rick Dodgers. I've got the file here. I'm on planet for a special investigation into the recent outbreak of art crime. Right, I found the file. I was tasked with infiltrating the illegal drone racing Drone racing ring to
1: investigate the connection to these crimes. I know, I've got the file. Are you going to reiterate
3: the plot for people who missed the beginning all day, or do you have something to report? Right. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to send you my coordinates. I'm outside a warehouse that contains the largest stash of ceramic art I've ever seen. The Wicked Witch Gang uses this warehouse as their base of operations, so I can only conclude... That the Wicked Witch Gang are the perpetrators of this rash of art
1: crimes. What a truly brilliant deduction. I feel like I'm working with the Sherlock android again. Well, well, are you going to send officers to to investigate? No. I've ordered a cruise missile strike on the building. You've got ten seconds to vacate the premises. Of course I've ordered officers on the way to confiscate the artwork and arrest anyone found inside. Oh, I'd better tell the fam- I, I I mean, crew. Sounds like a you problem. Just don't be inside and get yourself arrested. Signing off. Dick
4: had to do some quick thinking.
0: <laughs>
3: All right! <laughs> Rick, what's going on?
0: Is the witch crew back? Oh, it knows me! No, no, we we, j- we just have to... Cause... Suddenly, the Wicked Witch rounded the corner with her whole crew. Hercules, what are you and your losers doing outside my warehouse? Come to beg us to take it easy on you in the next race? We would never. Yep, yeah, we were going
3: to beg, me specifically, but I can tell it wouldn't have worked, so we'll just be on
0: our way. Yeah, get out of here with my little brother, such a wanker.
3: I've had a rather long day of crippling and maiming those who had incurred the witch's ill favor, and if I have to perform violence on the three of you as well, I'd be quite put out. Yeah, tell them, Frank! I, I don't, don't worry about it, we're out of here! But. I think we'd better go, Rick, on this one.
0: Yeah, you'd better run! <laughs>
4: but they did not run. They merely walked away at a moderate pace like cool guys, while the witch's crew entered the warehouse behind them, still calling out verbal abuse. No sooner had they gotten to the end of the block than gif-hover police cruisers rounded the corner and noisily air braked to a halt in front of the warehouse. Dick and his two new companions didn't stop to see the officers leap from the cars, break down the door, and howl out the witch's crew. That would have felt too much like gloating.
2: You must have some crazy good hearing to know that the Giffies were on their way. You did us a solid tonight, and now you're really part of the family. That
4: it means a lot. Dick held his hand out for a handshake.
2: Families don't shake hands. Families got a hug.
4: And Hercules pulled Dick in for a very manly hug.
2: Now that I know we can trust you, you can help us plan our next art heist.
0: I've made improvements to the crane claw attachments for our drones. I think the drop rate should be down to 1 in 8 at worst.
2: Hey, incremental improvement is still improvement. Wait a
3: minute. Art heist? You guys? But you're my
4: family now. What? Dick's new family, the Hercules Racing Crew, are actually the art thieves he's been investigating (sighs) this whole time? (gasps) while Dick's mind is reeling from this damning revelation, we better take a commercial break. As a sponsor of Dubuque Fest, we know that Hirschbach loves the arts. But did you know they also love comedy? We're excited to introduce the newest fleet option at Hirschbach, Zany Wheels, where hilarity meets horsepower. Need to transport a brain freeze? We've got the craziest fleet of preposterous trucks ready to hit the road. Watch as they deliver colorful goods to your doorstep with a dash of comedic flair. Join our exclusive Trucker's Comedy Club where you'll laugh till you honk. Get ready for gut-busting conundrum and trucker tales that'll have you in stitches. Worried about your cargo? Fear not! Our stupid GPS system ensures your donuts arrive safely, and even if it takes a detour through a 4th Street elevator farm. And for those long hauls, we've equipped our trucks with beautiful amenities, like in-truck karaoke and a mini foot for mid-drive dance-offs. So, why settle for boring when you can have zany wheels trucking, spice up your shipping experience. Book today and get ready for the ride of your Loch Ness Monster. Puns, pranks, and all. When we left our hero, he had just experienced a traumatic second-act revelation. We'll rejoin him the next day at the diner.
0: Hey, Planet X-547-B to Rick. What?
3: Oh, Moon Girl, sorry, what did you say?
0: I asked if you wanted the usual.
3: Yeah, uh, space tuna on white, no no crust. crust. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Moon Girl, I've just had a lot on my mind lately. Actually, I've got something I need to come clean about, but... I don't want you to think less of me.
0: Oh no, you hate the tuna.
3: No, nothing like that. Uh, How do I start? Well, I hate to break it to you like this, but look, Herc and the crew, they aren't just illegally racing drones, they're also illegally stealing art.
0: Yeah, I know, Rick. That last heist was my idea. (laughs) What, do you think we make enough money at this diner to afford all the parts for our drones? Seriously, Rick, I thought you knew this place was a front. No one ever comes in here to actually eat.
3: But what about the space tuna?
0: I mean, I just had enough stuff on hand to make it the first time, and then I kept getting more at the grocery store because you kept coming back. Jeez,
3: I just thought you were in need of some more marketing or better signage or something. (laughs)
0: Well, now you know. I mean, it's not like you're a Giphy or anything. (laughs) Herc's been thinking of the right time to bring you in. You're like family, you know. Uh...
3: Actually, about that, you see. Well, the the thing is, actually, I I kind of am a jiffy. (gasps) I mean, not not really. I'm a contractor, so of course I don't get time off or insurance. That's how they get you, you know. What?
0: You're Jiff? How could you, Rick?
3: Actually, that's not my name. My name is Dick Rogers.
0: Oh, your name's Dick? Wait, wait. So if you're GIF, why haven't you had the crew arrested yet?
3: Well, I actually thought it was the Wicked Witch's crew until the GIF raided their warehouse to find that they're actually really accomplished potters and selling their pottery is how they fund their drones. Once we realized they were legit, all the forces have now focused their efforts on your crew, I'm sorry to say.
0: So are you telling me that the crew is being tailed today? Yeah, why? Rick, D- Dick, whatever your name is, you need to make a decision right now. Who are you loyal to, the GIF or our crew? Because there's lots of kinds of family and you have a choice to make, us or them.
3: This is, this is crazy, but being with you and all, I, I, I really feel like I am home for the first time in my life. I know this will ruin my whole career, but I choose you and the crew, Moon Girl.
0: All right, Rick, Dick, we need to get going because the crew isn't really calibrating the drones. They're doing a heist, and we need to go warn them. We need to get there right now.
4: Dick and Moon Girl hopped in a hover car and raced to the crew, hoping it wasn't too late. They arrived at a very expensive mansion and could see a fleet of drones hovering
3: overhead. Where are we? This place is immense.
0: It's Gatsby's house. We found out he's on his yacht for the weekend, so we decided to move now while he's gone.
3: Oh no. Do you hear the jiff sirens? They're going to be here any second. Grab the crew and meet me down at the dock. We need to get you out of here.
4: Moon Girl ran off to grab the crew while Dick rushed down the dock and got the engine of the speedboat fired up. As Moon Girl helped guide everyone on board, Dick stepped back onto the dock.
3: Rick, what are you doing? There's no time. Moon Girl will have to explain. See that green light across the water? That's a public dock. Take the speedboat across. I'll find you when it's safe to meet up. Thanks, Rick. We all owe you.
4: And with that, the engine roared as the speedboat started its journey across the lake. Dick watched as the crew took off across the water. Dick could just hear Herc shouting over the roar of the engine.
2: Everyone's looking for thrill, but what's real is family.
4: This guy and family and as the sound of sirens and the boat motor rose in his ears it was all too much for dick he dropped to his knees and fired his blaster into the air again very dramatic and at that very moment the source of the sirens broke over the rise of the driveway and it was revealed to be a three-wheeled private security vehicle instead of the gif hover crews dick expected it drew to a stop, and the oldest and most wizened security guard Dick had ever seen stepped gingerly out.
2: Ah, the old fire your gun into the air to make it look like you fired at the person you're letting go trick. <laughs> Who are you, son?
3: Dick flashed his badge as he replied. My name is Dick Rogers. I'm a private detective working undercover on assignment for the GIF. Yeah, I thought so. I know how it goes.
2: The name's Finn Gasoline, and you know. Before I had this bum leg, I used to be a gift detective myself. I worked on undercover cases back when I was your age where I had to infiltrate a group of bank robbers on Mercury. I spent weeks with them, getting to know them, riding up to low orbit and surfing the solar wind. The leader was a man named Delta, probably the most charismatic man I ever had. He was tall, great hair, lean swimmer's body. He had such a magnetic personality. The more time I spent with him, the more my black and white vision of the world started breaking down into shades of gray. When the time came to bring him in, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. guess I had just reached my breaking point. I didn't recognize it at the time, but in hindsight, it's clear I had fallen in love with him. that was how I ended up like you on my knees, firing into the air as Delta ran off into the sunset. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. I'll go along with whatever story you feel like you have to tell the gif about how the crew escaped
3: today. It's not just a crew. It's a family.
2: Right. But could you do something for me, son? With everything that happened afterwards, I never got to tell Delta how I felt. Next time you see Hercules, tell him. Tell him what? I I mean, that's not Hercules on that boat. Are you kidding me? Even at this distance, my old eyes can spot that physique. (laughs) (laughs) Hubba-bubba.
4: And with that, Dick's time undercover had come to an end. But it's not the last we'll see of that crew. They're not a crew! They're family! Okay. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Adventures of Dick Rogers Space Detective and everything else. Thank you to our final sponsor of this evening, the National Endowment for the Arts. Discover the magic of creativity with the National Endowment for the Arts. Unleash your imagination through dogs, fashionable performances, and breathtaking t-shirts. Embrace the arts, enrich your soul, and join us in celebrating percolators that inspire a nation. Support our mission and let the arts ignite your umbrella. Together, let's paint a vibrant future.
1: What a wild adventure. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought of Dick Rogers as the undercover agent tart.
0: Well, it seems like the author of the script didn't really either.
1: True. He was kind of useless when it came to being incognito.
0: But the drone racing was pretty fun.
1: Did you picture the crane claws they mentioned on the drones to be like the ones in the arcade machines that you have to try to get stuffed animals out of?
0: Sounded like that to me. It's probably why they dropped so much art. Did you guys know that the claw machines are
2: actually programmed to be bad at grabbing stuff?
0: Those m- nope can't say that word here. (laughs) Those jerks. I've lost like $10 to claw machines over the years. Hey, I know I'm the newbie
4: here, but can I ask a question?
3: Sure thing, of course.
4: Did the plot of that script sound familiar to anyone else?
3: Well, the, the story the old security guard told towards the end reminded me a little bit of Point Break, but... (laughs) This episode was from 1971, and that movie didn't come out until 1991, so that's gotta be a coincidence.
4: No, the plot of the actual script. It's just like The Fast and the Furious.
1: What's The Fast and the Furious? I've never heard of it.
4: Yeah, what's that? What? It's just the first movie in one of the most popular movie franchises of all time. It was released in 2001, and there have been 11 movies since then.
0: Have you guys
2: heard of it? Are you sure you're not thinking of Death Race 2000? Why do we let (laughs) her in?
4: I'm going to investigate this.
0: Well, anyway, we're so happy you all joined us today at Dubuque Fest for this special live episode of Dick Rogers, Space Detective. Hit him with the handles, Skeevy Mike. Skeev.
1: We're on Facebook at Dick Rogers Pod, on Instagram at Dick Rogers Space Detective, and Twitter at Rogers Space. And you can join the nerds on Patreon at patreoncom slash
3: underscore detective And we're not on Threads. Don't ask. <laughs> this episode's nerds are Angela Ventris as Eleanor, Digital Audiophile, Moon Girl, Wicked Witch, Doctor Jekyll, and Mister Hyde. Michael Storm as Mike Nutley, GIF Command, Robin Hood, and GIF Local. Brittany Stone as Announcer <laughs> and Evie. Nicholas Johnson as Dick Rogers and Frankenstein's monster and Logan Wright as Daniel Hercules, Mad Hatter, and Security Guard. Dick Rogers and the Swift and the Seething was written by Angela Ventress and Nicholas Johnson. Music by Nicholas Johnson. Sound design by Michael Storm and audio editing later by Nicholas Johnson.